No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. It's so much easier to talk about cool Battletech and MechWarrior stuff when you actually know about Battletech and MechWarrior stuff. You're listening to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Hammer Tactical Contracting. Providing top-shelf inebriated pilots for your toughest missions. Did you just touch my pretty baby? Oh, God! You shot me! You shot... You shot me! God damn it! You shot Did me! Did you God. just touch Why my you drink? Very, very crimsical from HTC reminding you, we're drinking in the dropship. We're drinking in the mech bay. Drinking in the cockpit. And most importantly, drinking as we use your mech for salvage. Ah, good old HTC. We're here to leave a mark, starting with that corpse. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 68. My name is Phil and I'm your host. It is April 10th, 2013. And my shout out, it's going to go to Mech Commander and Mech Commander Gold expansion. I love that game. I just, it's it's phenomenal. I just I keep playing it. But uh, yeah, so that's my shout out. Darren, who do you have? Hey, this is Darren, aka Bombadil. My shout out today goes to the Free to Game podcast. They uh, recorded their last episode this last, or their first episode this last weekend. Uh, I got to sit in on that. It's awesome. Their website will be up within the uh, next few days. They're launching a great group group of guys, and I'm looking forward to the content that they bring. I was going to say, what is Free to Game real quick? It is a podcast that is all about basically free-to-play games. So they'll be covering uh, a huge variety of games, and I'll get to play some of them with them. So it's going to be fun. Awesome. All right. Brandon, who do you have? Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Patrick Hill, and today I have my shadows going to MechSpecs, MWOG, and Aces. Yes, I was going to say, uh, speaking of MechSpecs, uh, well, you know, I guess uh, it can be announced. Uh, MechSpecs will actually be a part of the NGNG network, and so stay tuned on that. More stuff to come, and I know Mason is pretty excited about that as well. And all right, I'd like to say, uh, you know, Thank you to everyone coming out here to the live studio audience. We got quite a bit of uh, people in the studio. Uh, pretty lengthy. I can't even look to see how many people are out here. But just like to say, hey, awesome. If you're a new listener, old, maybe you've listened to every single one. We have people, by the way, who email me in their, or post on Facebook and they're like, hey, I just went from podcast one all the way till now. That is amazing. That's some dedication. And that's a lot of uh, a lot of hearing me and Darren and the rest of the crew talk. So 
good on you. And we, it's, you know, it's just one of those things where, where we ask, hey, if you have the ability, go to our website right now. On the right side, there's a tip jar, just mouse over it. You can do uh, recurring donations, you can do a one-time contribution. But hey, if you're liking what we're doing with the comic strip, YouTube videos, I mean, everything, uh, you know, show us your love and we'd appreciate it. Thanks. And if you'll be doing any shopping on, say, Amazon.com or Newegg.com, we'd totally appreciate it if you click through the links on our website. Um, it doesn't add anything to your bill, the price of what you're buying, and it does give us a little kickback. Great way to support us if you cannot donate directly, and that's one way to keep us on the air 24-7. It is time for the No Guts, No Galaxy News, founded in 2011, reporting in 3050. Be sure to check out the latest videos at No Guts, No Galaxy TV on YouTube. And don't forget to like and subscribe, comment, everything that you can do. Uh, participate with us. Phil, what's the latest on NGNG TV? Actually, I need to get some videos up. Uh, I planned on doing that later tonight, uh, but I believe I'm going to be streaming in about an hour. So if I don't stream and if someone else streams, I think MP might be streaming on our, our Twitch channel. But if he doesn't, I'll uh, hop in and get some uh, videos recorded. I've been slacking on that, so I need to get some new ones up. Cool, cool. And also be sure to check out our calendar at nogutsnogalaxy.net for the Twitch TV schedule. It's up there. Uh, I, I, I'm seeing the uh, schedule amongst our Twitchers developing every day. Uh, we're really filling out the hours and, and bringing you the maximum we, we amount that we can. We actually do have a schedule now. It's actually a shared document Faux that real. they can see. And uh, so what we're going to be doing, I know a lot of people have been asking if we need more streamers. Right now we're holding off. In about a month's time, we're going to be pinging back out the community because we're going to have time slots that we're going to need help filled. So uh, for people in uh, other countries, Germany, I know a few others, we'll probably need those time zones when we have no U.S. Uh, you know, players Fox on. So just think about morning. that. Yeah, early, early in the morning. So uh, might need you. Are you looking for members for your Battletech or Mech Warrior unit? If so, advertise with NGNG today and reach thousands of potential recruits for your own unit ad. Head on over to the website and check out the Support NGNG page for more information. Is your unit looking for voice comms? If so, then head on over to No Guts, No Galaxy Outreach TeamSpeak 3 server today. Information is on our website. It's a button. You click it. It goes right to TeamSpeak. Once you're there, if you need to get set up, talk to Phil, Sean Lang, and he'll help you out. And Critical Hits number 25 is up. It is the third and final part of Thunderdome. We get the results. Yeah, some people, um, we had mixed results about this. Uh, some people liked it, some people were like, eh, some people were like, uh, it's not funny. One, comics aren't always supposed to be funny. Two, it was telling a sort of story. Three, I liked it. It was very, um, I don't know, movie-ish. I mean, it's sort of, you know, he, he leaves and anyways, I liked it. As Zimmy said, it was fun. I think the thing is, we haven't really clearly defined what uh, the comic strip is going to be. So we've done a lot of funny ones. I can understand people getting confused. Every once in a while, um, it's fun to kind of veer off and do something a little bit different. And maybe that'll turn into a spin-off at some point or something like that. Uh, and we'll have a separation of the funny and the serious or the adventure type comics. But anyway, I liked the series. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And by the way, if you have an idea, submit it. Um, the next uh, few... Uh, ones are actually going to be user-submitted ideas. Rudy uh, gets a ton of uh, stuff, and some of it you can use, some of it you can't. So if you have ideas, send those in to shortpainter at nogutsnogalaxy.net, and uh, you might be able to get featured. So thank you. And all systems nominal episode number three called Equilibrium is up. Be sure to check that out. It's the conclusion of the, uh, the series that he was doing, uh, and very entertaining in my opinion. This week's community spotlight, uh, let's see, this is the semi-stock semi, semi -stock 
Mech Sunday, which is taking place on April 14th. That's four days. And uh, Phil, do you know anything about this? Um, well, the guy is basically trying to get a semi-stock, you know, uh, sort of match going on. It's going on this Sunday, and obviously he just needs sort of awareness. There's a lot of people that want to, you know, play with the uh, stock max or at least semi-stock, and he's just trying to get awareness. So if you go to that link, help support him, maybe even sign up. Hey, if you're going to be here this Sunday, jump in there and, uh, you know, just be a part of it. Obviously, there's a ton of people that, uh, you know, contact me about leagues and this and that, and I always say, hey, send in Spotlight at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net, and uh, we'll do our best to get you... Uh, get you on the show indeed so basically what semi-stock means is that you can change everything on the mech except for weapons so you can check change the engine or various uh different things armor distribution but you're keeping your um stock weapons loadouts it's this is happening sunday april 14th at 6 p.m pacific standard time uh there is the link and it will also be in our show notes Oh, but I feel like you need to do a good Sunday, 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 be there type Sunday! Thing. And if you have a community spotlight that you'd like to submit, send that to spotlight at nogutsnogalaxy.net. And this is the final week that I'm going to be mentioning this local game. It is the SoCal Battletech Cup West Coast Battletech event in Fullerton, California. It takes place on Sunday, April 14th. So if you're not doing uh, the semi-stock mech Sunday, then maybe you can do this. Uh, April 14th from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Firebase location card addiction games call 714-870-1194 for more information details will be in the show notes are you looking to play a tabletop game in your area or looking for more players or do you want to start one if so we'd love to announce it for you for free email us at local games at nogutsnogalaxy.net with your info don't forget to send us your pictures which speaking of pictures phil yeah we've been getting i mean if people send them in i'm like hey just send me and or post on facebook you can send me personally sean link at nogutsnogalaxy.net I'm posting those up on Facebook. I mean, it's awesome. We just got um, Shane from, uh, he's in Germany right now. Um, he's over there. I think he's, uh, he's got a military family or he's part of a military family. Got to him and he's rocking it out. I mean, very, very cool. Again, uh, we're coming down with some more t-shirt designs you guys are going to love. Uh, and yeah, I if feel, you get a picture, throw I it feel up like there for us. T-shirts are like that little gnome. You know, we're getting these pictures from our T-shirts all around the world. The, the one that was uh, sent to us today, he's right outside of NATO headquarters yeah. uh, in Belgium. And it's just cool seeing our shirts everywhere. Yeah, I was going to say, if you get a T-shirt, please send us. I mean, like, go out there, get some creative pictures with them. I mean, you know, clothes, please. Um, but, you know, unless it's your, like, really hot sister or something, then that's cool. You know, but uh, no, it you know, and it's, it's really cool. Like I said, um, we had Brandon... Uh, did you not uh, have a little encounter with the t-shirts like last week or whatever? Oh yeah, what was that? I had a very interesting encounter. Apparently there's two gentlemen in my area who listen to the podcast, so it should be interesting. But I was at the grocery store picking up a grocery for the week and one of them mentioned Speaking that I was stalkers. wearing a... Yeah, they're stalking me. So anyway, uh, two of them mentioned I heard them in passing saying that he had a No Got So Galaxy t-shirt on, which I found was uh, interesting. That's awesome, you know? And so, hey, we got the uh, the Hex t-shirts up right now, $20. Go grab one, help support uh, NGNG. It's, uh, they're nice, too, by the way. Herbs, too, if you want to. And speaking of buying t-shirts, funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast, and your donations keep us on the air and pay for such things as hosting Team Suite 3 equipment, software prizes, t-shirts, and other projects. Check out our tip jar on the right side of the website, podcast unit ads. George will do and BB Wolf recorded messages and unit ads. And that is the news, Phil. All right, we have Mech of the Week, Mech Porn 2D style. Um, you guys voted this week and we had the winner. It's the Imp. Yes, the Imp. 
the Imp 3 Echo to be exact. This is an assault mech that's 100 tons and it goes 54 kph, which is faster than the Highlander hero mech at stock speeds. <laughs> I think mine goes 54 now with a uh, beefed up engine. Now for some info on this particular design, uh, wow, uh, two ERPPCs, one LRM-15, a large pulse laser, two medium pulse lasers, two medium lasers, and yeah, that's, that's a lot of weapons. It was the first original battle mech produced by Clan Wolf, by the way. Uh, first seen in the Inner Sphere amongst the ranks of the Wolf Dragoons. Obviously, that added to the whole, um, you know, conspiracy theories of Wolf Dragoons and where they came from and stuff. Because for those that don't know, the Wolf Dragoons sort of appeared out of nowhere with all this, uh, basically, technology. And they had multiple regiments. And, uh, you know, it was a nice little cover-up story by Clan Wolf and all that fun stuff. Uh, and it was designed to engage enemies at multitudes of ranges and uh, to be a sort of a, like a Swiss Army knife uh, battle mech. So first off, have you guys used this? And if so, did you like it? Negative on using it, so I can't tell you if I like it. Never used it, but I'm just going to say it's the Urban Mech's big brother. Yeah, I, I often pick my mechs by the mechs that I like, which oftentimes is by the visual. I've never liked the look of this mech. Someone, uh, aesthetically, I've never liked it. Like you said, Brandon, uh, aesthetically, it's like the Urban Mech's big brother. Someone out in the audience said they've loved it, they've used it. I've actually never used this. I think I've actually engaged one uh, in Mega Mech, though. I think I have seen it in Mega Mech. But 100 tons with that firepower, and of course, I like the history part about it. Um, Mm -hmm. And it begs to, to question is, will we see the end <laughs> in MWO? I was just thinking eight PPCs. Oh my God. Just <laughs> ridiculous. Aesthetically, I'd like to see FD's uh, take on it. Uh, but you can imagine that would be a powerhouse. Uh, I mean, we already see how many PPC stalkers. So, I mean, what's a hundred ton mech that can do it? I mm -hmm. mean, you know, granted, you get behind it. It's dead, you know, so I don't know. It's, I don't know, it, it is like the, I don't know, I, I just sort of imagine it is. Of course, this version is seven laser hardpoints and one missile, but I'm sure there's variants with eight laser hardpoints. Yeah, there are different ones. There's the 1A, 1B, 1C, 2E, and 4E, and MC. So there are multitudes they could choose from. Some of them do utilize clan technology and stuff like that. So I don't know, maybe we'll see that. But Brian, uh, have you guys looked at this mech? I'm not asking for any... Yeah, so. yeah, we have. Actually, I just kind of, I was daydreaming a little bit. You know, one of the things I've always wanted to try, uh, in, and maybe we do this in public tests, is to turn off the hard, port res hard point restrictions <laughs> and see what happens. Uh, you never know. I'll tell uh, you, know what, you know what happens is MechWarrior 2. That's that's in MechWarrior 3. MechWarrior 2 and MechWarrior 3 use the tabletop. You can put whatever, whenever, you know. I mean, so... Welcome to Boat Galore. <laughs> people, can, it's funny because people complain about boating, but then they're like, hell yeah, do it. It'll be great. And I'm like, you are, are you serious right now? <laughs> we should do an April Fool's joke like that or something. I know, right? Oh yeah. Getting rid of this, introducing this. Boats are us. All right, it'd be uh, hilarious. But, uh, you know, I, I've thrown this out to Russ a few times. I know he's he's clearly established. We will never see the Harmony Gold unseen, you mm. know? And I know that sucks, but he did sort of hint towards the others. Wolverine, uh, baby, Battlemaster. The, the, the Dugram and the the uh, 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 
Crusher Joe, sorry, I couldn't get that out there, designs. All I'm going to say is I think you would be very surprised at the amount of sales happening if you got some of these. Because at the end of the day, you can redesign them a little bit, you know, they're going to look different, obviously, when FD touches them. Everything looks different. But I, I think you'd be highly surprised at the success of you selling Hero, um, I don't know, Shadowhawks or, you know, Wolverines and uh, Battlemaster. I will give you my future son or daughter. I'm, I'm just going to throw out that thing. We can That's we just set a like marriage, kids. you know, but not my dog. You can't have my dog. Children? Yeah. Sir, but... All right, Brian, I think it's about time for you to bounce out of here. I just want to say thank you again for making the time out of your schedule to be on the show. And we really do appreciate it. And, you know, stay strong. Uh, NGNG is behind you and the community for the most part is behind you. I mean, obviously you have vocal people. Hey, cool. Um, But uh, do it in a respectful manner. And if you can't, well, then, yeah, you're not going to be heard by me or, yeah. (laughs) you. All right, so today we have got Brian Ekman, and for those that don't know, he's the creative director over at Piranha Games on the show again. I think you've been on the show like, I don't know, like 10 times. I don't know. It's, it's crazy looking back to where I remember when we were like wanting you on the show and we could never get PGI. Now PGI is on the show all the time, so it's really, really cool. So welcome, welcome again, Brian. Brian. How are you doing? Hey, guys. Good to be here. Thanks for having me on again, and I think it's only three times, so this is my third one. Well, you know, it seems like 10, so it's all right. Normally, it's just me. I know, right? We, Three, you 10, have to put up with math. that all the time, Brian. And we only have to put up... No, actually, we do put up with Garth quite a bit. Or he puts up with us, actually. I think is the correct uh, way to look at it. Garth, you're, you're a brave soul. But anyways, Brian, uh, just a few you know, quick questions. Uh, how was PAX and how was GDC? We haven't talked to you since you went to those. And uh, I saw the uh, the interviews and stuff you had, so... How was it? How was the experience? Uh, it was amazing. Uh, it's the first panel I've done, I believe, ever. So, you know, it was uh, nerve-wracking and exciting all at the same time. Had a great turnout and uh, lots of great fans of all three games, which was super exciting to see. Lots of great questions. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to go through all of them, but uh, I got to talk to some of the, some of the fans outside the, the panel afterwards. and. Uh, give them some more details as I could. Uh, GDC, it was epic for us. Uh, it was our first time as a company uh, all right, with our own booth. Uh, it was primarily for recruiting because we're, you know, like I probably mentioned in one of my interviews there, we're du- doubling in size. So we had to find a lot of good talent. A lot of that's going towards MechWarrior, which is great. And uh, we had 20, 25 or 27 interviews uh, with the media and we kind of went over our our launch plans and when we plan to get the game out uh, and call it officially kind of 1.0 which is uh, late summer so from my point of view GDC was uh, fantastic so when you go to these events I know you you know it's it's non-stop MWO for you of course but do you ever go to these industry events and there's either people within the industry that you look up to or games that you follow that uh, you want to check out when you're there? Uh, yeah, definitely. GDC is a little bit more of a more of a trade show uh, for for businesses, so it's like 
business to business uh, or you know employer to employee uh, as it was for us uh, so for me gdc i get a chance to go meet with the eve guys and some of the other technical partners our engine partners at cry crytech and uh you know like uh, matt craig got to go look at oculus and things like that when we go to e3 it's a bit more more like that i get to go pop over and see some of the creative directors at other other game studios and say hi um, with uh pax it was fantastic you know childhood fan of the wing commander series sitting next to chris roberts on the panel that's pretty epic that's specifically what i was wondering about right there <laughs> so um you know one thing that i i thought was interesting is one for someone on the outside you know looking in a lot of people don't know how a they think game developer and they don't really think of the business part of things and we actually got quite a bit of info from you guys on the the pax panel that you guys were on and actually it was funny we talked about this last week as well as the you know the costs that are inherent with uh you know creating things and uh, just the overall you know and a lot of people were surprised but I, that's i liked it because it really gives you an inside source of what the business is behind you know the scene and and as a business and uh you know you guys moving forward so it's very insightful, I thought, at least. I don't know about you guys out there in the, the audience. Yeah, it's fun when we get to kind of discuss some of the money side of things because it's it's not something the players get a chance to really see. Uh, they don't always, uh, for the most part, they're really good about it, but not sometimes every once in a while you get somebody saying, hey, I could do this in a couple of days. And you're like, well, you know, I, I could put in a floor in like a week, but a pro could do it in a couple, couple hours. So I, I appreciate you know, when people understand that this is a profession and, you know, we have very highly skilled people who have gone to school or have been working for decades to perfect their art form. Uh, and it's, uh, it's not, not quite as simple as it may seem sometimes. I was going to say, um, yeah, I, I would never say such a thing, <laughs> but anyways, all things aside, uh, there's a lot of hot topics that have been going on in the forums. And obviously when it comes to from consumables, uh, you, you got some very vocal community, you have supportive, you have uh, critical, you even have very cynical uh, communities. I just want to ask, are, is there anything that you want to talk to specifically, anything to clarify? And if so, what would that be? And, and do you want to go ahead and uh, talk about that? Yeah, I think the big thing that happened while we were gone was just kind of an unfortunate uh you know, combination of me being on vacation and the end of a show and some, you know, some accurate but slightly inaccurate reporting uh, or not complete, sorry, I shouldn't say inaccurate, non-complete reporting. So we had a little bit of a, a, a misunderstanding and I think it's been dealt with now. Hopefully people are appeased and understand where we're coming from, uh, specifically about uh, needing a premium account for being a part of a Merck Corp. Uh, it's just you know, when you're giving out interviews, you talk a lot, and sometimes you don't always uh, remember to say the last little bit, or the interviewer doesn't quite remember to write a specific sentence that can change the context of your what you're saying. So, so what you're saying is you're human, and sometimes they're human, and sometimes there's mistakes. You may slip, or you may forget something, and I mean that's basically what you're saying is you know like sometimes things happen like that. Um, well, it's funny because I have someone commenting saying, Phil, stop missing PGI's Rs. And I mean, it's so asinine of you to say something like that. Uh, I'm sorry I'm treating Brian as a human being and that that's what he is. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, if you don't want to be here and you don't want to listen, you can just... We're here to him. be a positive community and I am so upset with the threatening uh, 
contact that PGI got after all that. I mean, people fucking get a life is basically where I'm at on that. Um, and as far as uh, Phil sitting here kissing ass, he's not. He's just a nice person, and that goes a long way. Yeah, I want to echo. I mean, most people are like that. There's very few people that cause any issues, and and really, it was it was just unfortunate. I'm glad it's over. Uh, you know, we made a statement. I think people responded well to it. So, kind of want to put that in the past and kind of move forward and say, hey, you know, you you see some really exciting stuff coming down the pipe. You know, UI 2.0, community warfare, 12v12. These are all really big features uh, that are I'm excited to talk about. Well, that's actually our next question, which is, uh, what kind of things can we look forward to in MechWare Online in the next, say, five? Five months or so leading up to the release first thing uh, you'll see other than the regular content stream that you've been enjoying for the last six months is 12v12 uh, we're very close to uh, putting it into uh, test uh, we've done a lot of internal testing but we're looking to do a public test and so we're getting our infrastructure set up to allow for the community to actually participate in essentially an open public test uh, probably our first ever to be honest with you do you mind if I ask something specific about that Go ahead. With your internal testing, um, how has it been 12v12 on some of the smaller maps? Does it feel crowded? Does it make it more intense? What's it like? Yeah, it gets a little, it gets it grinder. It's a little bit grinder on the forest colony, but uh, it, you know, it still feels really good, actually. Uh, where it really opens up and becomes super fun are maps like, uh, you know, Costa Valley and uh, Alpine Peaks and Tourmaline Desert that are a little bit bigger and have been designed, uh, obviously, with 12v12 in mind. Right awesome, on. actually. That's what I'm looking forward to. We were just, uh, we had a few matches last week and even during the uh, Twitch events, it was like we were on Alpine and we'd be winning the fight and, you know, and, and it's funny because uh, you get caught up, right? You get tunnel vision and you, you have to, though. You have to focus on, you know, what's in front of you and you're fighting and you're brawling and the next thing you look up, you kill them and you look up and you're getting out capped and uh, it's by a light mech and you're never going to be able to capture it. And it's just, it's interesting to see what's going to happen dynamically with the introduction of 12v12 and i guess um you know you guys have talked about this before but with some of these things you guys ultimately look at these maps and your let's say um, assault and conquest and i think it's been mentioned before you guys have thought about dynamically changing each map to be uh specific like uh forest colony capture to get to one end to the other is a little bit different than alpine or termline uh, so i'm assuming you guys will probably look at that and maybe make some adjustments uh something based off that yeah we're gonna probably uh, as i, I kind of talked about that last time i was here i think is set the cap account to a different value depending on which map it is so the bigger the map the the larger the cap points uh, required to actually achieve victory what i'd love to see is 12v12s lead to more lance work you know like having lance commanders and, and groups of four going about rather than one big blob but we will see what becomes most effective i'm sure well you know what i can talk about that right now uh, i kind of <laughs> tweeted, i tweeted a few pictures and uh, leaked out some stuff in the last couple of weeks uh in I guess a week from yesterday, uh, Lance Command is going to be in the game. I was going to say, we've had to change our, our overlays on um, Twitch due to that. I saw those pictures and uh, roundabout way, we were like, well, it's coming down the pipeline. Might as well adjust to it because uh, some of us had our webcams in the top left. So, uh, yeah, we saw that and I've already made adjustments. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, crap. 
whenever they come out with UI 2.0, I'm going to have to go in there and redo it all anyways. But it's all right. That's you got to adapt and overcome. But uh, well, you know, Brian, I appreciate those, uh, you know, answers to those questions and at least clarifying those few things. And, you know, I just want to say and, you know, people take it what it is if you don't want to hear this. Hey, good on you. I appreciate you guys doing a good job. And there are the majority behind uh, PGI when it comes to MacWare Online. And you know, I'm sorry here, you here. have to put up with it. Um, you know, and I have a, I'm totally okay with opinions. Totally with okay with uh, ideas that are different and or conflict with my own. And I'm if you not don't believe that, I'm not just get okay. on here and talk to him. I'm not okay with you being an asshat or being just totally vocal like just cynical about it and especially when it comes to threats to pgi staff you're way out of line and you know what hopefully you get banned about that because that is not acceptable and i don't want you on this ts3 if that's the type of uh, person you are so yeah but anyways rolling on to community questions and garth and brian you guys can definitely uh bounce in here and disclaimer they may not be able to answer every single questions and some of the questions that were asked by the way were already asked like last week or the week before so we were like well those have already been answered but let's go dive into them first one is we have inferno since he's asked uh why was the weapon range convergence time disabled and why was that not included in the patch notes it's instantaneous where they used to be quite a delay do we know what he's talking about no i haven't noticed we didn't difference. change it yeah it's the same as it always was uh yeah there's no change that i know of that's been made however i think if the, if somebody hasn't played for a little while, they may be noticing uh, better hit detection. That's all. I'm I wondering if up. he's leading and he doesn't need to with lasers. Yeah, right. Yeah, that could be it. Same as it always was. Same I, as I, it always I was. I will. <laughs> see what you did there. So, uh, Infernus, if you, if you weren't talking about that, uh, hit us up again next week with maybe a little bit more detailed about that. So let me know. Next question we have is Laser Angel, and I actually think Laser is in the audience. Yep, he's in the audience right now. Uh, he says, any updates on the resolution of missile damage in the instantaneous convergence we are experiencing? Yeah, we're, we're working on that right now. We put in a temporary fix, uh, and we're working towards a permanent solution. It should be out uh, in uh, May. All right, sorry about that. I was just typing something. Uh, Kong, guys, I know are on here. Hey, hit me uh, up after this TS3 so we can get you up as like an actual unit on here so you don't have the lone wolf and then you guys so will take care of you guys. Erwin says, uh, would it be possible to have an option to change the tack map so the map always points northward and that the player's field of view rotates in the direction the player is facing? After all, north is relatively a fixed position. Have you guys thought about that? Yeah, we thought about uh, being able to lock lock the minimap. Uh, that's something that's not high up on the radar currently. We have a few more things we need to get in uh, just to support community warfare and C12v12. So, uh, but yeah, I'll definitely make sure uh, the guys think about it. Priorities, right? You got to stick to the development plan and get. Right. You know what's funny? How long is your like wish <laughs> list? How how long is the I, go to know, the I, moon ten times? Right. <laughs> I'm uh, sure it's uh, probably. I would say we have over two to three thousand backlog items. All right, Erwin. Good question. I've actually uh, thought about that too, Erwin. Um, when I was playing, sometimes it's a little disorienting um, with the map. I definitely see that with the new player, just always having it fixed. That that might be something. But uh, next question we have is Avas, and he says, "I was wondering two things. First, why no Easter bling? Second, any updates or rough idea for what you'd like a command console to do?" 
Uh, for me, uh, David Bradley takes care of the command console designs. Uh, so I, I, me personally, I, I don't have any preference. I'm waiting for him to come up with an awesome design. Him and Paul have been hashing out for a while now. Uh, that's no reason, or sorry, no information yet. Uh, as for um, Easter, it was just a matter of scheduling. Uh, we had to uh, make some tough choices to get certain types of content out, and uh, every once in a while something loses. I was going to say, so maybe next year, because you know we're going to be here and be like, holy shit, that year flew by. Maybe then. Well, I know I want a My Little Pony mech on April Fool's next year. <laughs> All right, so good question, Vass. And we have the next one is, uh, Tabrius says, any chance of seeing the speed cap increased and also mask introduced with the flea? Yeah, we uh, flea will be, when the flea comes in line, we'll have mask introduced. We actually are pushing... The light mech back to the end of the chain so you're gonna see uh, the medium after uh, after the Highlander come out first so we're gonna go high, uh, assault medium heavy assault light that's just to buy us some time to finish stabilizing out all the network code and make sure that when we introduce the mask it's not gonna just break everything there's some other game balancing issues as well and uh, so expect that slight change in rotation so you just heard it here no gets no galaxy podcast blackjack is coming after the Highlander that's the only other medium. Now, is there any threshold where once a mech reaches that speed, it goes back in time? (laughs) Yeah. 88 works, maybe. Awesome. You know, I'm really excited about the Blackjack, by the way. I just love medium mechs, hands down. Though, I know know someone made a comment uh, about uh, Phil in an assault mech, and he's smiling and laughing. (laughs) I won't say assault mech. I'm liking the Highlander. I still don't like the Atlas, and I still don't like the awesome... I've been playing the awesome, uh, anyways. Anonymous asks, any ETA or thoughts regarding alternate ammo types, at the very least allowing the LBX-10 to use AC-10 rounds like slug ammo alternatives? Uh, like any bird we shot or... <laughs> we won't be adding any more ammunition types till after launch. We're kind of, uh, not, we made a kind of a promise to the community here, right? You know, we want to get community warfare out of the way. We want to get those things that we've been talking about done and finished. So we're going to be looking for most of those new features or new items to come online in the fall, uh, just just so we can focus on those those core features now. I, was I say, like your priorities. Someone said, um, I know uh, Weogre mentioned the Thunder LRMs, ridiculously OP in the tabletop, and I can just imagine how crazy shenanigans. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Future. <laughs> It should be interesting. Now, the next question is actually something I'm interested in because I mentioned this last week. Mouse, is the dev team satisfied satisfied with the current implementation and effectiveness of artillery and airstrikes and or are they going to be modifications made? And the reason uh, I thought it was interesting was because I saw a video that compared side-by-side upgraded ones and they weren't really as dangerous as I thought. Like, I thought they were going to be like, oh my God, you know, like you just got hit and you're critical, you know? Yeah, no, uh, I'm not happy at all uh, with the final implementation. Uh, I think there's some tuning that needs to be done. Uh, we got, we got, we were very careful when we put them in because we were really concerned about destabilizing the game. And until we get our public test server up and running, we have to be super, super careful about adding major gameplay changes. And so we we went with the conservative route, and I think it was just a little too conservative, and it's not quite as useful as we want it to be. Uh, so we kind of coolant flush came in and it was near perfect. These ones need some love. You yeah, could easily 
just modify it a little bit in the other direction and go too far. So I actually commend the being more conservative because you would have had an uproar had you gone the yeah, other way. Yeah, because you have people who are like, oh, well, it's been sort of quiet. They haven't been too vocal about Artie or, or Airstrikes being too OP, right? It's been on the flip side of, well, exactly. So if you would have went on the the... The, the higher end you would people an uproar it's op you guys introduced this game breaking thing and it's just like you said it i, I almost feel bad for you on that sense is like you're screwed if you do you screwed if you don't and if you went with this route they would have been like ah you know <laughs> but yeah. uh i made a post uh in the devs uh, ask the devs 35 or i answered a question sorry about that about i made a comment about polarizing and uh it's exactly what i'm looking for right now if i don't see enough on both sides like two op just perfect uh i know we're not dialed in correctly so we use that <laughs> as kind of a metric nice so good question uh valkyrie asks are we ever going to see or get more basic color patterns not camo or paint uh custom paints but like altered panel based uh patterns like symmetrical panel based color scheme for the scent similar to that what is on the Trevor or the jaeger uh, we're we've we're pretty much done for now. Adding just like basic camo, so like woodland and things like that. Uh, we're gonna be focusing on some more of the uh, custom styles, like the uh, the Frankenskin, some more really cool ones. Uh, but also, we're leaving room for time to add the unit unit colors when we bring uh, Faction Warfare in. We want to make sure we we can actually add some of the uh, famous unit skins as well. Cool. Awesome. And of course, you guys all know the clans are coming too. Yay! Right. Uh, one zero 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 asks if I remember correctly. One of the devs talked about adding a portrait with a picture of our own choosing uh, to our mechs cockpits. When can we expect this feature to be released? Oh man, bunch of pictures of penises in everybody's cockpit. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty low TTP right there. Yeah, we uh, any content that gets uploaded. Or, or we allow players to to view even just client side so locally uh, that's it's coming the first kind of introduction uh, of that ability will be via the Mercorps and the ability to upload their insignias and uh, their ranks and other things that are associated with with their their organization so just well, from a legal strange. standpoint too right yeah, it'll be it'll be UI 2.0, and we'll set up parameters. Uh, it's one of the reasons why we want to uh, have a fee for the Mercorps uh, just to set up, because we're actually going to have to pay somebody to sit there and look at the imagery and validate it. Uh, it gets a little, a little tricky. Oh, uh, I feel sorry for that person. <laughs> it's a combination of that and, and community vetting, so we'll make sure that the community can also like vote something down if it's inappropriate. That is not a unit insignia. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and move on to community questions from the live studio audience. Go ahead, X up. Boo is going to pick anyone at random, and you'll be able to unmute and ask away. Again, be respectful of us and uh, the guests, and uh, we'll be... And I have to go. Oh, where are you Perfect going? Perfect time. It's all up to you, Brian. Oh, jeez. I got it. <laughs> See you later. Bye, guys. Right. See you, guys. Bye. First one up is a Love Juices. Wow. I he he got his way. Yep. He may not have a working. Yeah, Love Juices are He's gonna unit go crazy logos are going to be perfectly tame. Or he or she. I, I'm sorry, hello? There, there you go. we go. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I had to uh, fiddle with the controls here. Um, okay, uh, just go ahead and ask, or do I have to scream? Go ahead and ask, man. No, go ask away. Okay, I uh, just want to say, hey, I'm loving the game. It's really fun. I'm happy you guys made it. Um, 
just a few questions kind of about the overall uh, direction of where you're planning on taking this in the next couple of months or years. Uh, I know it's kind of an unfair comparison, but I used to play a game called Chrome Hounds about six years ago, and it was what I considered to be a really good mech game. It had a lot of focus on customization, uh, but also clan control, uh, a persistent battlefield, lots of maps. Uh, there was just always something kind of going on. And while I do like Mech Warrior and I do love how the fights go on and how you have to focus on, you know, specific targeting and all that, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of uh, reason to keep on fighting. It seems to be metagame. just kind of a, a drop. Yeah, a kind of metagame, I guess. Um, I remember a game, uh, Lone Wolf 2, uh, Mech Assault, had something similar. It wasn't really touched on much and it wasn't really well thought out, but it was there where they had kind of a galaxy map and all that. Are you guys planning on doing something similar, or is it always going to be kind of this team deathmatch uh, with a little bit of obvious, you know, you can go capture the base or take all these points and win by tickets, but is there ever going to be kind of a persistent reason to fight all the time, or is it just going to be just drop in, fight, do your thing? Yeah, actually, uh, as some of the people are pointing out in the chat here, this is uh, one of our main pillars called Community Warfare. And it's essentially the metagame umbrella that sits over top of the match play, where every match uh, that you play actually has uh, an effect on the overall state of the universe. Uh, players will have uh, three kind of ways to play the game as a lone wolf, which is very similar to the way they play right now, or as part of a faction. Uh, whether it be a player-run organization or uh, a kind of an NPC faction. Uh, and they will be fighting over fronts and specific systems depending on the level of interaction they, they choose. Uh, so there is going to be a lot more reason to play, a lot more reason to consistently play, and a lot more rewards for playing and playing well as a team and a unit. Yeah, very good question. I know someone was, <laughs> I know someone, uh, Blue Sanders said, wow, someone's out of the loop. But hey, you know, you got to think. Majority of people uh, are probably just like uh, uh, I don't know what to say. Love or juices, love juices. Probably a lot like love juices. Maybe they don't follow the forms. Maybe they don't follow the development of the game. They just like to play. So you know you gotta understand that too. There's probably a lot of people out there that uh, play this game, but do not uh, follow it as fanatically as we do. Don't so, live and breathe it 24/7. Yeah, it's yeah. a very good game, <laughs> uh, juices. We appreciate that. Yeah, uh, just a, just a follow up. It's uh, kind of like. Uh, I don't know if you follow Planet Side too, but that's kind of the mm -hmm. reason is a lot of people like to play these free-to-play games, um, even if like they know they're not going to be doing the best because they're not paying for specific items and all that, just because when they log on, they're doing something that's bigger than just the match in front of them. And yep. if you guys can do that, uh, players like me who drop in and out just as these new content patches come up, uh, you'll retain them a lot more and then they'll start paying and all that. So I'm just kind of waiting yep. for the game to get to the point where I'm willing to stick with it. Trust us, yeah. since we started this podcast in 2011, that's been our main wish and what we've been waiting for, and it is coming for sure. Yeah, it's probably the reason that uh, I don't play nearly as often as I play other games, because I don't feel like there's a sense of progression from match to match. But once that comes in, this game is so good. <laughs> it's yeah. going to have me all over it. It's sort of like uh, Eve when uh, I played with you, uh, uh, Craig, is... Uh, you know, you have the ability as a group to work towards goals and you can set your own goals and do stuff. So, yeah, it's definitely a juice. It's definitely one of those things where we are just as excited as everyone else. But uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next question. Zimmy. Zimmy, Zimmy. All right, Zimmy, go ahead and unmute Askway. Yep, must say, I do love the game. Thank you. It's very good. Um, I'm interested in future development. Uh, will there be 
a uh, replay of matches where we can record matches and replay them. Uh, we've talked about that internally to uh, like an actual replay system that records all the inputs from the players and and, uh, and the events and replays that. It's it's a big system. Uh, I mean, we'd love to do it. It's something that is in that big backlog of features we've ta I talked about earlier. Uh, it's not going to happen probably this year, and we look to bring it online more when we do. Uh, once we get the the groundwork done with this with community warfare clans and all that's out of the way, we are we are working with Twitch right now. Uh, I think we're we're we've had discussions with them about doing some integrations, so uh, you can expect some more of that, uh, but not a full rewind system just yet. That's all I wanted to know. Thank you very much. Awesome, good question. Yeah, I do like uh, Planet 2s. They're they have Twitch and YouTube built in, and a lot of other games are going that way. And I'm sure, technically, you got to look at a lot of things be behind the scenes for that to work properly. But I'm still waiting on the next question or the the question by uh, Smoke. I don't I don't see it. I haven't seen it. So maybe he's still typing it. We'll wait for it. Uh, Boo, who do we got next? Okay, we got uh, Ren Zokukin. I'd probably mess that. You can tell me how to say it. Um, no, you got it right. Um, hello. Um, testing. Yep. Hi. Um, I just wanted to ask, uh, Brian. Thank you for taking your time to answer these questions. Um, just about the death from above, um, collision damage, and knockdown from weapons. Can we expect this uh, any time within the next year or? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it won't be before launch. It's something we're we're looking at doing as a as a module after launch. Uh, we've been talking about it for a while. We took it out just because it wasn't working correctly, and we felt it it just didn't look good. Uh, but once the framework for twelve v twelve is done, and we've got community warfare and, and the new UI, we're uh, part of the team is uh, going to be working on getting collisions uh, and the role sets associated with collisions, which includes doing damage, DFA, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, in regards to the DFA, is that just going to be basically like physics? Here's your mech, you jump, you land, that's collision damage, or is there going to be anything special as far as damage from DFA goes? Uh, we, we've discussed making it uh, a move uh, or a module that something the player could install that the mech performs when they activate it. Very cool. Thank yes. you for your question. I was going to say, I, um, I've talked about this. I, I miss collisions. It was uh, it made everything totally different. I mean, you were aware of where your mech was. Garth was like, no, just it's horrible. Everyone runs it. I was like, no, you know, I, I liked it. I remember seeing light mechs that were maneuvering around the battlefield and you were like, wow, that's actually a really good light pilot. Not saying people right now aren't the good light pilots, but for those that were in the closed beta, you knew who they were when you saw them rake up that amount of points and they were not getting knocked down and stuff like that. Cause as soon as I got knocked down, they were usually done. Game over. Um, all right, so MechWare Online, we had uh, Brian here. actually, uh, the stuff he tweeted um, is the Canyon map, which a lot of people were really excited about. They're like, oh, finally a, a classic looking MechWire map. Really don't. I like them all. I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird that way. And we also have the uh, screenshots um, right here for you guys. They're being linked for those that haven't seen it. Now, as far as size-wise, Brian, are, are these or is this map equivalent to you know Alpine and, and uh, Termaline? 
It's actually a little bit smaller. It's about the size of uh, Caustic Valley. Uh, we found that uh, we it's a three-lane map and a uh, three heights, so a nine by nine, or sorry, a three by three, which creates nine areas, lane zones, and play space. But uh, yeah, it feels a lot bigger than it is, and I think tactically players are going to really enjoy it. Awesome, and obviously more details will be released soon. I'm I'm assuming uh, that um, is this going to be the next map coming down the pipeline? Is that confirmed or? Yes, uh, it will be out in the second patch of May. There now, you have it. <clears throat> we've heard rumors of a moon slash asteroid map. If that's not uh, something we're supposed to talk about, we can edit that out, though. Uh, is that something that's coming soon as well? Yeah, we're we're looking at... So how we do our map production is we do kind of a reuse map and then a, a new map. And a new map is where we put all of our R&D and all the new assets, and the R team goes on, on that map, where the reuse map tries to leverage all the assets that have already been created. So Canyon is a reuse map uh, with some new assets. Uh, Volcano is a brand new map, like all new assets, all new style. Learning, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so I'll just, so then the map after that will be a reuse map and it's looking like uh, we're gonna do like an archipelago concept like out in the ocean. And then the map after that is where we're gonna do the asteroid map. I was extremely surprised at the uh, cost of um, maps when you came out and said that, that kind of blew my mind. Yeah, well, you got to think uh, you have two level designers and five artists working on them. You got somebody's doing particles, somebody's doing lighting and optimizations. You have a, two prop artists who are doing the environments and uh, a variety of other artists doing all kinds of different stuff. So, you know, if you think about, uh, you know, the average salary of a person working, uh, mm -hmm. it adds up fast. And yeah. it takes four, three to four months too, right? Plus QA time, plus distribution to you guys. Like we have to pay to get into your, on your computer. So it adds up fast. And then well, once and it gets to our computers, you may find something that just, and then you have to go back and right. it's the same thing you guys did with Forest Colony and Caustic. You actually, like even if it was released, you still went back and you were still, you know, tuning things here or there. So. Well, in my opinion, they keep getting better and better, and I'm excited for this new one. Yeah, I like Termaline. That was that's awesome. Next thing we got up is the heat map stats. Uh, for those that don't know, there's this website you can go to, Heat Map Helper, and it breaks down basically um, the maps, and you can pick which one you want to see. But what's really interesting, obviously, is from the data point. Every little dot you see there uh, is someone. It's uh, one of you. Yeah, it's, it's it could be you. You're one of those dots. Um, Where's Elmo? <laughs> so, right. Uh, and we talked about this last time of how you guys use that data to dynamically change the flow of battle on maps. Uh, for instance, uh, Forest Colony, you guys added the ship and it was because a lot of uh, battles weren't going on there. And so you provided cover there. And so now you look at the map and there's people dying left and right over there. So that's actually pretty cool technology uh, there. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, it was created by Carl, one of our back-end engineers, network engineers here, and it's fantastic. This is the result of our telemetry, all the things we track. And like you said, uh, Forest Colony was always intended to be a three-lane map, and it ended up being two because nobody would go out into the, uh, to the water. So we added some vis blockers and more places to hide, and then it went back to three lanes. I was going to say, I Way used to go the water all the time. Uh, next thing up, we got uh, the screenshot of the digital spider. Obviously, digital camo's out. Uh, really cool screenshot. Um, I prefer my 9 Alpha and, and uh, digital, but uh, you know, that's just me. We had the 3050 weekend last Whoop. weekend. I, I missed out on most of it because uh, I was out having a good time. And it was basically 30% off on MC, uh, and then it was like 50% 
Uh, bonus to founders and hero mech C bills increase. And Darren, how many C bills did you make, by the way? Well, I was going to say, I made about 27 million C bills. You got to see boobies. I wonder which is better. Hmm. Yeah, I think I've won that one. But, you know. <laughs> I still love um, my 27 mil. So <laughs> people are like, uh, I had a bachelor party to go to last week, and we we did it right, and it was it was fun. If you'd like to know the whole story, you can always ask That's me another podcast. Yeah, that's another. That's a lengthy one, but it's fun. All I got to say is Asians, yes. All right, uh, next one. <laughs> End on that one. Uh, ask the devs uh, 35. Now, this is pretty lengthy. We don't have time to go through all of them. And obviously, Brian, you have to like sift through. I mean, do you answer every single one? Uh, like, or wh what do you do? What's the process here, Brian? Because these things, I swear, keep getting longer and longer. All right, so you have to <laughs> give a shout out to IGP and the community reps out there, uh, and definitely Sophie, because uh, that would be Miss on the forums. She oh, yeah. hands picks these for me. Uh, yes, I answer most of them. Uh, the last one I actually had David answer a few questions that were more along the um, BT battles or BattleTech uh, game rules, but uh, yeah, I, I answer 90, 99% of them most most every time. Awesome. So obviously Thank there you, are Sophie. some there are some here that uh, I'm going to go through. I'm not going to go through them all um, because it's quite lengthy. Last week's was even more lengthy. I was like, uh, now granted it was really cool info, uh, but I was like, oh my god, it's like a freaking dissertation here. Let's see here. Obviously, has development team put serious consideration on how to balance clan tech? And I think this is a good question uh, without <laughs> outright nerfing it or have they thought not to do the bridge to cross it or... Okay, so you, you basically said yes, but we're not really ready to dis discuss clans. Um, I'm probably not going to be able to get any info out of you. Um, yeah, so you well, we have we have some really good BT guys here, you know, obviously Alex and, and we have another guy named Omid and David Bradley, whose almost sole job is, is he's responsible for doing the BT stuff. We have a lot of BT players here. We all understand the doubling effect of the power. Uh, we have we've already made our first Omnimech. Uh, it's already already built and modeled, and so we're we're starting to play with the concepts, and we will probably do it in private tests, start putting it together and, and seeing how it works. I can almost guarantee you this will be part of a public test to make sure that we get the balance right, that we get this into the into the hands of the players first to make sure they abuse the hell out of it and we can actually make sure it gets balanced correctly. It is a huge issue for us. It's not something we take lightly, uh, but we aren't ready to kind of go into our solutions yet until we uh, until we launch. Once launch is out of the way, we'll start talking clans right away. I've got a shit of questions to answer uh, or ask <laughs> about that uh, because we we we've talked about it in length there, and I, I'm, I'm anyways I'm going to move on before I go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move on. Head exploding. Um, yeah, uh, there, I mean, there's so many variables. So um, all right, you guys just mentioned the uh, Highlander, and the question was around death from above. You already you just got asked that, and you said yes in here, re reintroduction of collisions after launch, um, which is really cool. Um, let's see, we've got, uh, you said, someone asked about single heat sinks, and if you were going to look at them, especially with the, the intro introduction of double heat sinks in the clans and stuff like that, and you said that you're actually going to be re-looking at how single and double heat sinks work. Now, on that note, I know a lot of people were, okay, let's be honest, uh, heat sinks uh, in tabletop, Single versus double, doubles totally OP. I mean, they're, they're great in the tabletop, but we all know they were broken. Obviously, you guys did the whole 1.4, um, you know, multiplier instead of 2.0. 
Um, do you think that's going to change at all? I mean, do you, have you thought about that at all, Brian? Yeah, like, I don't want to say anything now because we're, we're not looking at it right the second. When we introduce uh, and put in all the clan tech and we start playing with actual clan mechs and we start playing against internally against each other with those mechs, that's when we're really going to start analyzing uh, the, the variants and see if we need to increase the double heat sinks or not. Uh, obviously, a lot of builds require uh, a little bit better uh, heat sink uh, management to be effective. We're aware of that. Uh, I, uh, months ago, we had the players give us all their builds. We are using that data to help make decisions. We're just not ready to do that until we get to the clan tech era. I was going to say, because a lot of people out there, um, they want the game to be fun and they want the game to be balanced. And, you know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, it should have been 2.0. And it's like, guys, the game would not have been balanced. I mean, the tabletop is not balanced. I mean, so, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where uh, I'm okay with where it is right now. And uh, I would still hold true to where... I think MWO is the closest thing we've seen to a Battletech universe as far as heat, heat being a problem and you have to be aware of it. Um, you know, so it's, yeah. it's a Yeah, I mean, I've talked to Jordan. There. Yeah, I've talked to Jordan Wiseman about this and he's like, it's one of the single biggest things they did, not correctly to say it politely. Uh, and the, they immediately invalidated an entire line of mechs by adding clan tech. So, uh, you know, MechWarrior Online is always going to be an interpretation of the Valtech rules. Uh, any video game will be. You can't do a straight port uh, from a first person point of view. Yes, you can if you made a turn-based turn game. You could do a literal translate or direct translation. But because ours is a simulation and there's so much player skill involved, we always have to manage uh, the interpretation, the intent of the original BT design versus what players are actually doing in the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, another uh, question, and you gave this answer, and I love this, by the way, is the whole, we are overhauling every mech to feature the fried visual customizations coming out, depending on the loadout. Yeah, That's mech, awesome. Uh, amazing. Love it. Highlander, amazing. I love it. Seriously. I cannot wait to where, uh, when I, you know, playing with my centurion because i play with my wing all the time you guys watch me playing with my wing so i think you guys are the creepers not me i'm just saying it's natural um well who's playing with their wang in public i mean you're putting it over the internet what do you, you know what people to do? you chose it. to go to the channel i did not force you <laughs> anyways uh, <laughs> uh so that was really cool you guys talked about uh consumables and firepower uh firepower art already and how like right now it's based on line of sight uh and we were talking about this before that you're looking at possibly using the battle grid which i think is great because i don't use it very often i use it as a quick reference and then it's gone like and uh i'm sure that with the lance command options and whatever else you guys are bringing that uh <laughs> someone's telling me to talk dirty not gonna happen that was that was dirty uh <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited about that and then um uh, another question is, uh, will we be able to see the return of uh, to drop in pre-made groups of various sizes? And then, uh, you know, you basically were talking about uh, groups from 8v8 and 12v12 is about to come out. And uh, when will 12v12 come out? You said within the next 60 days. Uh, so no hard set dates on that. Um, ETA on the lobby system. Um, I'm actually pretty interested in that. You said early to late summer. How much of a technical, like, how technical, like, obviously it's with UI 2.0, I'm assuming, and plus the lobby system. How much of a pain in the ass is it to develop that, I guess, like? Uh, it's not too bad. We actually, uh, we actually developed the lobby early on in production, uh, and we, we turned it off because 
uh, it didn't add anything to gameplay at the time. So we kind of overhauled the original implementation. And uh, I'm really happy with the design we have now, which puts a lot more uh, control into the players to make good decisions about what they field, and also being able to change maps. This is going to bleed into the faction play. Uh, one of the things we want to be able to do is allow players to decide when they're playing as, say, House Karita versus House uh, Davian, which front their match is going to take place on. And that's that's for the passive participation players. And so that's where the voting mechanic comes in. You can vote for which map, and then you fight over that, that uh, uh, system in that front, and then the results of that battle will affect the ownership of that front. Awesome. And then obviously you guys are looking at game modes and future game modes and stuff like that. And we, we were talking about that in last week's podcast where, you know, me and, uh, me and Darren, we play a bunch of other games and uh, we look at, uh, you know, how their their game modes are and if they're fun or are they enjoyable and stuff like that. And ultimately, and we talked about this podcast ago, about a year ago, is at the end of the day, it's what's fun. And uh, I look forward to uh, whatever if you guys do dropship mode or something like that, I'm, I'm looking forward to if we have the ability to bring in multiple mechs and like have sort of have a dynamic gameplay where you could, that mech gets knocked out, you start with your other one or something like that. I look at, I guess, games a little bit different um, now just from the, do I enjoy it? Is it fun? Not necessarily is it exactly like, you know, the, the novels or reality or realistic. It's like, is it fun or is it enjoyable? So I'm looking forward to that, especially. All right, so we have command share stuff going on. We had obviously Brian Ekman uh, talking about community warfare and the, the uh, to clarify, and uh, you already talked about that earlier, and we appreciate you giving the insight to that. And unfortunately, it's one of those things. Um, I guess I'll, I'll just mention is I'm going to treat everyone on PGI staff like a human being. I'm going to treat every one of you like a human being, and when they say something or do something don't jump down their throats i mean give them time to talk about it they they've listened they've they've continually continually turn around and listen to the community and there's things that aren't going to change you guys have to accept it too and if you don't want to play the game just move on i mean but uh you know they haven't done anything that's like oh my god you know like ruined the game and, and made it unfun so uh, i'm just uh rant over on that one and we also have the kaleidoscope uh, I thought I said kaleidoscope, kaleidoscopic uh, graphic bug poll. Make sure you uh, post up on there. If you're having issues, it basically uh, allows them to get feedback from you guys. Um, this is actually something I was asking Russ yesterday, Brian, and it might be uh, better to ask you is, uh, have you guys thought about like an in, uh, like a internal game, if the game crashes or anything like that, some internal reporting system to where if it crashes, it pops up and says send a report uh, and or some way they can report bugs like a little bit quicker uh, than the, the the forms like support at MWO, you know. Have you guys thought about that? Uh, yeah, we've discussed it. Uh, I'd have to actually talk to Matt Craig about how he wants to handle that. Um, we are able to generate crash dumps now, and, and those can be sent along, but uh, and they have been helping. Uh, but an actual reporting tool, uh, we don't have uh, in place just yet. Okay, someone just made a comment. I just want to comment on this. Uh, PGI needs to stop making vague announcements about continuous. Uh, uh, features. I'm not even a little surprised by people freaking out. Freaking out. Guys, you're not getting shot at. You're not in Iraq or Afghanistan. I mean, this is a game development company that puts out stuff. There's, you know, there's going to be things that change and evolve and develop, but treat them like humans. Would you want to be treated like that? I don't know. Some of you guys might because you're, you're like that. I don't know, but I wouldn't. So, uh, yes, Mr. Yeah. What? <laughs> 
All right, moving on. Uh, we've got MechWare Tactics. We obviously we have the Founders Program. You can help support that. I'm looking forward to uh, covering that as as soon as uh, obviously NDA. So uh, when we can, we will. We have the BattleTech uh, board game. Obviously, Catalyst Games has sponsored. You guys heard me say it last week, May first. We're kicking off the, all that. We have 52 items, one item a week. We're going to be giving away to the public, so that'll be kicking off May first. Uh, we also have uh, some new wallpapers, by the way. I don't know if you guys check this out. I posted up uh, one of those, which was Shimmering Swords artwork of the uh, Timberwolf a Mark. It's like Mark IV and Mad Dog uh, Mark something too. Uh, it's uh, 31.45 uh, Tiro artwork looked freaking beautiful. I love the take on the Timberwolf and the um, the Mad Dog, uh, you know, especially considering it's like, uh, you know, 90, 80 years in the future from where it left off. So it's very, very cool. I like it. I don't know about you guys. Mech porn. We put it up on Facebook all the time. Hopefully you guys enjoy that as much as I do. All right, this giveaway for this week is going to be the Rifleman model kit or the Destroid Defender. We've already gave one of these away. Next one is up. If you'd like to uh, try to win this bad boy, we'll be posting the uh, uh, link up for you guys to enter on the website. Um, we did have a slight error, but thank God we... Yeah, anyways, uh, you have to register to be able to comment. Uh, so we, we made sure that was fixed. And the reason being is that way I can pull up your email and stuff like that and it can email you if you won the prize. Um, so anyways, model kit, uh, this is very nice by the way. Um, these are very very nice. Uh, Mike sent, sent us six of them and actually for those that are watching the video, I've got the really, really nice Warhammer one behind me. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I may, I may keep it. I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I really want to keep it. Boo's telling me yes and no, maybe, yeah. Uh, and of course, we have Facebook. We have 3,265 people liking us. Hey, give us your feedback. If you like something, if you don't like something, if uh, I just posted up, oh, uh, yeah, I just posted up pictures of our future website and forums. What did you guys think? Um, I actually talked to someone out there. Uh, Blue Santa gave us some good uh, feedback on that. Um, you know, hey, if you have any ideas, if you like it, if you're like, oh, well, the color needs to be this or this is why, hey, give us that uh, information. But I'm telling you, these things, these two things, are going to be amazing and the integration too we're able to post stuff up on the forums and they auto generate to the front of the page all that fun stuff so it makes our lives easier and uh yeah so give us a like we post up mech porn all the time you like mech porn hey you know what um you don't like social media hey i totally i totally get it go to go to google set up a gmail account go to facebook register don't friend anybody but like ngng and then that way you're getting ngng information boom right there and you're on facebook and you don't have to deal with all the drama yeah easy yeah and of course you can follow us on youtube at no guts no galaxy tv i'll be uh, throwing up some uh, new videos soon and twitch ngng tv we are like number one right now for uh you know, MechWare Online 24 7. Um, you know, I, I want our goal to basically outshine the IGP or official channel. Like, I want there to be like two, three, four hundred people there 24 7. So, help spread the word. Uh, we've got different personalities, they do their own thing, and uh, it's really fun. And it's really nice to like see the different play styles of all of these uh, guys. So, and they're they're putting in some time. So, thank you for making NGNG TV like the number one. Uh, place to be it, it's really cool they're working hard i mean I, I watched the behind the scenes chat going on and i mean the guys are making sure that as many hours as possible are filled up they're sitting there i mean some of these guys get really tired playing hour after hour but uh, they're doing an amazing job 
And I try to create some pretty cool, like, you know, be back soon, or, you know, we're starting soon graphics. Hopefully you guys like that as well. And uh, yeah, I'll, we'll continue to evolve that. And I just want to say thank you to our community, our staff members, you guys out in the live studio audience. You guys are amazing. I love all of the just, just the passion that is, um, even though sometimes it, it gets a little bit crazy, but that's all right. Passion yeah, goes have, both ways. Yeah, we all have crazies in our family, but uh, that's what you guys are. You're part of a big family, and uh, it's, it's awesome to be a part about that. So thank you. You guys are awesome. Totally. Totally. And thank you to the following Mech Warriors for the donations to NGNG. Delmar, Jason, Jace, Nick, Brandon, Ryan, Bryce, Jonathan, Michael, Travis, Bjorn, Alexi, Chad, Wilfred, Chad again, John, Kyle, and Ard, and anyone else I missed, we appreciate you. Yes, and like we said earlier, hey, this is a community-funded podcast. Uh, we do have some business plans in the future that will be going live with the website, but hey, we do need your help. This TS3 is like 100 bucks a month, just this TS3, so hey, Go to our website, there's a little tip jar, it's great. If you just mouse over, $2 recurring, $5, and maybe you can only do $1 or anything like that. Help us out, it'd be a very, very uh, awesome of you. And I just wanna say thank you again uh, for being a part of this community. It's crazy to see where we are now. I mean, a year ago, and you know, where we are, uh, it's, it's Speaking amazing. of community, I'm gonna make a little announcement. We're not sure which episode it's gonna be, but one of the episodes coming up is going to be basically all about you guys. We're going to make uh, either it's going to be a separate podcast or it will be one of the regular scheduled, but we're going to basically uh, talk to you for as long as we can, make the question, answer, comment section a lot longer, and uh, basically just chat with you guys, hang out. Yeah, it'll be pretty much like a, um, you know, like a Dr. Phil Oprah thing where you guys... Everybody like, hey. look under your chair. No. You know. Uh, <laughs> a round table type discussion. It's funny because last uh, week we were in the lobby uh, or the public room after uh, the, the podcast and we, we were having a pretty lengthy discussion and going back and forth. Someone was like, oh, why isn't this part of the podcast? And we want it to be. So that's going to be something we do in the near future so we can just sit around and talk and, and get uh, your guys' uh, voices on air and your questions and your thoughts and your opinions. And we're going to dissect them and look at them at different angles and all that. So, and drink awesome. beer. And beer. Lots of beer. So... This was your local No Cuts, No Galaxy Mechware podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. This is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Kel. This is Greg. Until next time, Mech Warriors. Mech Warriors.